Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Evil Men. Wow, uh, you may be listening at home wondering uh, what the hell is going on because the intro voice was a little different than usual, and there's a good reason for that, isn't there, James? That's right. Chris, unfortunately, has passed away, so he's... No, just kidding! Chris is just away for a week, so um, I did the intro, which yeah. I think I've done one other time, but... Yes, and I, yeah. you did a beautiful job, I'd like to say, as well. Thank you. I think if, if you... Are a bit of an impression aficionado. I think it's a decent Chris impression. Absolutely. Yeah. You got it right. It uh, was scary. It had silliness in it. And yeah. It was, it was definitely very Toronto. Thank you, Mike. That is uh, a great compliment. But Mike, people listening, they might be going, oh, fuck. No Chris this week? Yeah, just two uh, I'm throwing fucking, my f- yeah. two fucking guys. Yeah, I'm going to throw my phone in the toilet and shit on it. Like, no Chris? What the fuck? Well, everyone, hold your horses. Because, yes, there is no Chris, but we have an amazing, amazing guest host who is one of the funniest people in the world. Please state your name and your profession. Jackie Pirco, comma, comedian, one of the funniest in the world. Yes. Welcome, Jackie, back Thank you to so much, Evil guys. Man. It's Thank so, you. so nice to have you back here. This must be what, your 18th appearance? Uh, let me see, 19th maybe. No, let's see. Third, no. Yeah, third. There was... Um, and some live ones, too. Oh, yeah, I dabbled yeah. in the live ones. Although, no, I only just hosted the last live one. Like, That's opened true. On it. That's true. Yeah. Um... But always such a great time. The second you asked me to come back this week, Thank God. you know I was champing at the bit. You saved our heinies. Chris had to cancel pretty last minute. Yeah. yeah. And if it's just Mike and I, oof. Hey, don't sell yourself short. I know that you guys referred to yourself as just two fucking guys. <laughs> but I think you were two, two lowly, fucking lovely guys. Stinking, <laughs> wet, sad guys. Yeah. Well, I do think of you both as wet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's a great quality. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Well, Jackie, in our Discord, people were writing in there recently, um, sort of talking about how Tim Gilbert and Jackie are like the holy grail of guests. Oh, my God. That's so nice. Well, so, then get us together. There's a Tim. lot of Jackie talk in there. Wow. Yeah. Um, should I just go on your Discord in disguise to be able to read all the nice comments <laughs> and yes. incognito? Yes. It's, li- it's nice to hear people um, pay tribute to you while you're still alive. <laughs> oh, that's so rare. often we don't get that it's until true. it's too late. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were talking, Mike, about maybe throwing yourself a living funeral, right? <laughs> I've, I've been toying with the idea, and I'm putting together, first of all, the menu and the playlist, and then I'm going to see what like um, a venue rental would cost. Are you going to lie with your eyes closed in a coffin? Or? God, right. no. I'm going to no? have a dummy... <laughs> I'm going to st- stage like a death that is so bad, so gruesome that there's a you know, closed casket. Right. And then I'll put a dummy in there or like a bag of flour with a face drawn on it. And then I will come to my own funeral in disguise to observe. So wow. let me just get this straight. You're yeah. a real purist then or a completionist or something because yes. if the casket is closed, it doesn't really matter if there's a face drawn on the sack of flour. <laughs> but you just like a, you're thorough. <laughs> I hadn't considered that, but yes. And is the face like neutral yeah. or certainly not no, smiling? No, very upset. Right. <laughs> 
in pain and agony, in right? Pain? Yeah. A frown at least. Yeah, uh, and yeah. what's on the menu? Um, either I'm either Italian or Chinese. I don't, I don't know the exact cuisine. Well, it's full meal. If you want the if you want the mic experience, yeah. you have to have sesame snaps and hard boiled oh, eggs. <laughs> your breakfast and your snack. That's yeah. right. And probably a salad every day of kale and chicken pieces with a ha- a quarter of an avocado. Is that what you have every day? Mostly. Wow, mm. Michael. If if Mike did die and and I was. I had to throw the funeral. Yeah. You'd be you- the best man. <laughs> I, Mike, that means so much to be the best man at your funeral. Um, <laughs> and you could be the maid of honor, Jack. Oh, my God. You know what? I've never been that. That would be such an honor. Oh, my God. We'll have of. to throw like a bachelor night. Yeah. But where I guess will we go? Uh, Mike will be dead. But I guess... We, we can, can bring throw the bag a, of flour, but we, no, Mike. Yeah, we take all of Mike's friends to a strip club, <laughs> <laughs> and like we get drunk and you know go to a baseball game or yeah. something. Yeah, and, uh, that's kind of like your. Uh, didn't you go for it to a baseball game for a, your bachelor? A yes. wine tasting as well. Oh, yes, yeah, it was like fun. a bus to Niagara, maybe yeah, with the casket. <laughs> <laughs> but if I did have anyway, if I did have to manage Mike's funeral, you know there's going to be sesame snaps there. Oh, That's yeah. Mike's iconic. Food. So iconic. I didn't know that you were so keen on hard boiled eggs, though. I mean, I feel like most people, it's a standard breakfast. I dish. eat two hard boiled eggs every single morning. Thank you. So you. Same deal. No, Mike's not a freak about the hard boiled eggs. They just know he eats them. I eat eggs every morning, too. Basically. Well, I know one Balazzo that is a bit of a freak about hard boiled eggs, and that's Mrs. Mummy. Uh, and the, Mrs. Boils Mummy Boils them for 30 minutes. And this has been mentioned at least, I think, five times on this show. Yeah, but just, I can't get enough of it. Just to recap for anyone new to the show, welcome aboard. Chaka Chaka Choo Choo, the train is leaving the station. And my mother last year told me <laughs> because she hates the consistency and the texture of eggs when they're runny, uh, but she knows they're a good source of protein. Uh-huh. So she forces, she's forced herself all of her life to eat this food she hates. And because she hates them when they're runny, she boils her eggs for 30 minutes and chokes them back they're, and they're yes. just crumbling breaks her teeth <laughs> <laughs> on the eggs on the dead eggs that passed away their ghosts 30, are th- I'll, I'll never get over it because at 9 or 10 minutes that's a hard boiled egg that's a hard boiled egg I am a solid yeah. 7 oh so I, you almost like it borderline I like a soft. jammy egg yes mm. yeah. but she cooks them the length of a Faulty Towers episode <laughs> or maybe a The Office UK version <laughs> I always pop them in the water and I go, Alexa, timer seven minutes. I love that. Yeah. And then as soon as it's done, cold water. Can I tell you my, my, my situation? Please. If I want soft boiled, yeah. I put them in for six. Okay. Hard boiled, I put them in for nine. Right, right. But then with the soft and the six, like you're not rushing like crazy to get them out and get them cold. No. You can, you can, you're giving yourself some six, time. My, it's probably ultimately, and I also don't put it in cold water after. Do you right. do that? Yeah, yeah, I, I do don't. that. If that I was doing six minutes, I wouldn't. Yeah. So yeah. it's actually probably the exact same length. It's true. We're I don't... eating the same eggs, you and me. You know what? Uh, My what? mom also uses an Alexa to harbor her eggs, and she says every morning, she says, Alexa, <laughs> set a timer for 30 minutes. It's egg time. And Alexa, <laughs> Alexa looks at her and goes, this is fucked. <laughs> Mama Balazzo. Yeah. You're crazy. You crazy? Yeah. Hey, want to know something really nuts about eggs? That's kind of also about cats. Yeah. Mm. Um, this is so interesting. Uh, a study has shown, and <laughs> and and this has been proven through practice, that if you have a cat allergy, and you want a cat, mm? the best advice is 
the best remedy is to get eggs from a farm. I'm not kidding. Where there's barn cats mixed in with the chickens because then the chickens um, produce anti like immune antibodies to like the cat allergy. So like it's basically like allergy medication. Uh, through the eggs, the eggs, through the eggs, yeah, and it's real, and this works. And also, I don't have patience for people that are like, I'm allergic. Oh, do you have cats? I'm allergic. First of all, cop on, because guess what? I'm a bit allergic too, so and I. I get on with it, so and I don't I. care, and I kiss them on the lips, and I have antihistamine <laughs> visine. I'm actually, I have developed an addiction to antihistamine visine. Okay. I get um, hives on my lips from kissing them on the lips. Not Natlin, because I'm so used to her. But if I were to kiss Bruno on the lips right now, I would get like hives. You think I give a shit? No, you don't give a fuck, no. Jackie. I know something that you don't know. Please tell me. My sister Kate, shout out, went to an uh, what do you call it? An optometrist. Uh huh. Uh oh. And they told her that Visine is like bad for you. Oh, I know. Look, and there's I know a better eye drop called. I mean, I guess free promotion. LSD. No, it's called Cystane. <laughs> Oh. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll show you. But my, I'm not like I'm using specifically antihistamine visine, ah. which is probably worse even to be addicted to than normal visine. Um, it feels so good though. So eating farm fresh eggs helps you get over an as allergy. As long as to there's cats. barn cats that are in with the chickens. You know, this is that the kind of thing, me. this is the kind of fact that in two and a bit years of this show, mm. Chris has never brought up. See, no, exactly. Like, it's just, a, it's a fresh <laughs> new take. Like, Chris has yeah. no, he's never talked about farm fresh eggs. No. If Hardly him, ever talks yeah. about cats. Yeah, if you ask him, Chris, give us an egg, egg fact, he would probably just like faint and, and or he'd leave and be like, this isn't, I'm not into this show anymore. You, you know don't I mean? need that diva energy. I'm yeah, here yeah. for whatever and I'm down for whatever. I'm not too important for this. Um, do you guys want to know an interesting thing I, I uh, saw recently? Yeah. Do you remember that viral video where that sort of glamorous woman was on a plane and she's freaking <gasps> out? Yes, she goes, this motherfucker is not real. Yes. Yes. Okay, so she was very coy about what she saw, right? Yes. And she, you know, people were like, what the hell did she see? So she did an interview recently. Was it Santa Claus? <laughs> no, Mike. Do you know this story, though? Did you see this? I saw this? the video. Yes. Yeah. And she's quite attractive, I would yeah. say, this woman, you know? Most beautiful woman in the world. She's gorgeous. Well, she might be in the top 100. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, she was on this podcast, Pardon My Take, that's like a really popular sports podcast. And they asked her, like, what did you see? What did you see? Any guesses on what on what she saw? Uh, I said Santa, but... You said Santa. Okay. A naked I... guy? Hmm? A guy naked doing stuff? Okay. Um, she saw a guy, and then she's caught him blink, but like the, the double eye, a lizard person blink. That's what I was hoping for. What? You know, Name. a lizard person blink. Oh. It's oh like my. it shows. I'm more into full Monty cafes <laughs> and '90s nostalgia. It's like kind of how you know that someone's like the Illuminati. If lizard you look person. it up on YouTube, Hillary, Beyonce, o- Obama. They, they blink. Uh, they blink this way. Like they get like an they're inner lizards. eyelid, like oh. lizard blink, because it shows you that they're Illuminati yeah. um, lizard people. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they have a tell like that? Well, Just to keep us on our toes. Good question. Yeah. For the attention, they're doing it for the bit. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. But I believe it's true. Okay. So I was hoping for something like that too. Lizard person, shadow person. What's a shadow person? Um, it would be a subject on uh, the Art Bell show that there are like you could get a glimpses of people in the side of your eye and somehow they're from another dimension or something i keep seeing shadow people dude look up shadow people we should do a fucking next time you're on the topic should be shadow, shadow people, people. Yo, okay. yo guy yo guy we should do shadow people well we should um so what did she see what the hell did she this see? is what she said 
that she didn't see. I, I have one more guess. One of those big like <laughs> cucumbers or overgrown pumpkins that people take. <laughs> they grow them and they take a picture and they post it online. They go like, look at the size of this squash. That wow. motherfucker is not real. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Wait, okay. one more guess for me. Please. Um... Like like some a really good like bit of savings like a really good deal on something <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, an, it's a PlayStation Five for, for like, three hundred dollars yeah like something like that with a big yellow price tag mm. on it. Unfortunately, no. Okay. Um, she said she didn't she didn't see anything crazy. Hmm. Uh, she just got in an argument with the guy next to her. Oh. And freaked out, and then stormed off. And was like, that motherfucker's not real. What? Almost like if, if we got in a fight and I was so upset by you, I was like, you're not real. But like real as in like he doesn't have like, stri- like what it's does weird. real mean? I actually don't think I believe her. I don't believe her one bit. She obviously is under the thumb of the Illuminati and isn't allowed <laughs> to say anything. Yeah, not real. And she's scared. <laughs> That motherfucker. But what did they argue about? Did she say that? She didn't even reveal that. What? I, I actually don't. I think I genuinely don't believe her. I don't believe a word she says. She's, Have you ever? Something else happened? That she's not I think she did truth? see some kind of oh. creature. I think she saw a lizard blink. Maybe it was a werewolf. <laughs> well, maybe. Probably not because we're on a plane. Well, was it a red eye flight though? Because if so. Good point. <laughs> but it reminded me of um, in Seinfeld where the guy called Jerry Phony. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, I meant it in a good way. Yeah. Like he's how? Like, like how? That Michael Jordan's so phony. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same. It's like, you was know. Was that Danya you... that was doing that? No, it was oh, wait, some random was guy with a goatee. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was in the a parallel parking episode, I think. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I've never heard anyone say, you're not real. Like after yeah. getting in a fight with them. Anyway. Although I've heard, I have actually heard that. I'll try and make this quick, but. Mm. When I was like just getting out of high school, I was dating this guy for a while, but he was like, and then, and then I you started. You do better, honey. I could. And then I did. Cause then I started dating right after, like right as leaving high school, I started dating this really hot, freaking cool, uh, awesome dude. Not that good. <laughs> Who was like so cool. And he was kind of had been friends with this other guy. So this other guy's scorned now. Ooh. Anyway, this other guy was like, thought he was like an, a real actor. Like he was a real theater kid. Okay. And he wrote and, and directed and filmed on like whatever camera, a movie called nobody's real. And it was like an action movie, but it was just like, you know, a movie that you would make in high school. And then, and then we were all at some house party and he saw me and my new boyfriend together, who was his sort of old ex-friend and they and then he like confronted him and then like like how you stole my girlfriend and this and that and then and then just as he was walking away he was like nobody's real like plugged oh. the, his own name of his own movie <laughs> nobody's oh. real and then like oh i was with God. that guy for years after that like me and that guy were together for a long time nobody's and real. we would always laugh at that we would always say nobody's so real. he was so wrapped up in his own creative yeah output <laughs> That he's like, see, yeah, my idea's right, man. Nobody's real. Nobody's fucking real. Jackie's with fucking Tony. <laughs> but he, Fuck tr- that. he turned the pain of you leaving him uh-huh. into a, a like a masterpiece that will outlive all of us. No, the movie was around before this. Oh, he was it. saying the name of his own movie that he made like a year earlier. Right, okay, um, <laughs> misunderstood. <laughs> Jackie, do you feel like when you were younger and dating and everything, were were you often the breakupper? 
more than the breakup no beat? i think it was quite even like if mm. i really liked um no no it was pretty even pretty i'd say even. like i had this one guy that always kept dumping me all of the time and then getting back together with me this is like high school relationship <laughs> i'm talking about but then yeah no pretty pretty 50 50 yeah yeah and look at those guys now probably crying Every crying themselves. It is cool. I mean, you might see every guy that dumped me. You might see you on uh, Children Ruin Everything or maybe plenty of other shows that I forget. (laughs) Watching you on Roast Battle Canada, just weeping. (laughs) But you would, you'd go, fuck, man, I dated her in grade eleven. No, if they saw me on Roast Battle Canada, they'd be like sighing a sigh of relief because I looked so (laughs) fucking ugly on that show. (laughs) They sent me, they sent me a picture, like a still photo of me from that production to use as like a promotional asset, like to promote the show. And it was so ugly that I cried and I showed Tom Henry. I'm like, look at how fucking bad this picture is. And you know how your friends will be like, oh, come on. Like it's, this is in your head. You're not look that bad. (laughs) And even Tom was like, it, uh, yeah, well, uh, and it looked like, cause I was in motion. It looked like my face, my skin and face were coming like off of my skeleton. Mm. I looked like this fucking guy. That's like from men in black. I need sugar water, sugar Vince, water. Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio as sugar water. You know, uh, Tom is the friend when, if you need a really honest opinion, he'll tell you honestly, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I usually am a friend that will probably lie and say it's good. Right. Or I would say, Oh, you know what? It's a bad angle, but that's not what you look like. But he did say that he goes, this doesn't, this is bad. And it doesn't look yes. like you. Cause I was having a mental breakdown about it. I'm like, look how fucking my oh, braces I- were still on, but it was so ugly. I'm like of all the stills, of all the two performances, this is what you picked. Picture they. Uh, that's so annoying. I I have a similar story. That's not as uh, public, but okay. when I was a kid, the like school picture in fourth grade. Uh-huh. <laughs> when I was at my biggest, when I was a little oh, right. chunky. I forgot that you were a bit chunky. Curvy Mike. Oh, I love my thick podcast ho- ho- partner. <laughs> I, curvy girl. in fourth grade, was a bit bigger than usual. And the picture that year... You would have been really popular now that, ass, you know, bigger asses are... Yes. Yeah, in. you'd be getting your ass eaten left and right <laughs> nowadays. Yes. Yeah, if only I could turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. If only fourth grade me could be alive now <laughs> to have his ass eaten by everyone everywhere. Um... <laughs> <laughs> they call him the White Lizzo, and he's underage, boys and girls. Um, but the picture was so bad that year—not just the way I looked, but like the angle and the camera—and I was all like, mm. my face was red, and I had a weird smile. That uh, my mom ordered the pictures, and I was like, oh, I don't want to see that on the fridge. I hate Aww. that picture. And a few years later, she was like, you know, I only ordered those pictures to not hurt your feelings. Oh. <laughs> Because she told me, she was like, yeah, they weren't good pictures. Aw, that's sad. That's and I took so her nice 30 her. minute boiled eggs and I threw them against the wall. <laughs> and, the, and they went right through the plaster and the brick and outside of the parking lot. They killed a man. <laughs> but Michael, you yeah. made up for that picture later in life with that. And I said this before and I'll say it again. That sexy trombone picture. Yeah. I think he looks really hot in that picture. Nice. When I'm an emaciated 90 pound teen. Well, I mean. Wispy it's goatee. called heroin chic, Mike. It's, and it's girls like it. Chic. I was the Kate Moss of Oshawa. <laughs> and Oshawa Sheik trombone. Like, but the trombone is kind of like, because weren't like jazz guys back in the day all like on heroin? Yes. 
Oh, right. It was perfect. Right. It was <laughs> I perfect. thought you meant in the 90s. Like, like <laughs> but no, Skaga. in like the 60s when heroin wasn't like <laughs> right. as yeah. uh, stigmatized yeah. as. But anyway, that's a great pick. But you know what? Those school Thank pictures, you, you know, that back then you only got one shot. Yeah. You didn't mm. get to see it. Even the photographer couldn't see it. It's Lose Yourself, Eminem. It's about a school picture. I am. I have a part in a show coming up involving Ebony, and when there was filming... Is it called Canada's Best Husband? Well, <laughs> now you're giving me an idea uh, to pitch, but when we were filming it, we were both so busy, so we weren't making dinner like usual. We were like, or, I was ordering HelloFresh, right. which is good, but... A very high calories. Yeah, man. I fucking gained weight. Really? A little bit. And then, so I look... <laughs> look, I look bad in the show. I do. In, I, my opinion. Oh, I can't wait to see because I can't. I've and I'm never watching known I'm like, have... fucking Hello Fresh, man. Yeah. God damn it. It got me. I've made one Hello Fresh it's in good. my life I, and I'm it's not, tasty. Yeah, I'm not saying don't get it. It's just, I think what I ordered, I didn't notice. I, yeah. I, I chunked up a bit. It, I had a, ris- I made, someone gave it to me because they're like, I'm going out of town and this is going to go bad. I made it and it was like a risotto. Mm. And I looked at the calories and it was fucking sky high. I was like, Jesus. I know risotto's high, like, high calories but that was crazy yeah people eat that all the time i was eating it because i mean evany was working like yes. 14 hour that? days because there was a period in the summer where you were sort of immobile and you had to be <laughs> wheeled around right yeah and you had four kids and, and then, your husband was gone yeah. and, and they i hired you a, through a piano you, box you needed help bathing yeah in that period i hired well? like a local kid to use a rag to wipe my ass <laughs> Yeah, I thought I didn't want to say anything. But no, no, I, yeah, it was weird. I, I had a rough month there. I'm in the of- same boat. <laughs> I'm in a Gilbert Great boat right now too because I was moving mm-hmm. for the past month, a long, drawn right. out, slow move where like we had both places at once, and it was like the, me and Elliot did the whole move by ourselves, and but it took so long, so we had two places that weren't set up. So I was. I usually cook all the time for myself. Mm. Constant fast food and like ordering in and it, pad it gets, thai. It happens to you quick. Oh, so fast. And especially me on ha- having no vertical real estate for the fat to be distributed. Yeah. Like it can be a matter of days where I can't fit into je- certain jeans. Damn, dude. Really and, get, like, and the older we get, now. the worse it is. Oh, tell, mm. you're telling me. Beep, beep. <laughs> Before we get to this week's evil man, everyone, I've got to tell you. We have a Patreon account at patreon.com slash evilmen. And if you sign up, you get two bonus episodes a month. Jackie's going to do one tonight. I am? Yes. I hope I told you that. You're going to be on a bonus episode and you get to go on our Discord. And you get a house key for Chris Locke's home. Oh, I love that home. Yeah, that's a new thing. So we're going to give a key to Chris's house. Um, and a schedule of when Chris comes and goes, typically. <laughs> yes. So you can time so you whenever can you want to be there. He's not, and you can wear exactly. his clothes. You yes. Can be, you can be him. Oh, a dream. 100%. And, uh, so so check it out, patreon.com slash evil men. Beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> now, James, mm-hmm. I have one question for you. Okay. Will, will you ask Jackie... To tell us if she could tell us who this week's evil man is. They call Mike the most uh, passive guy going. I I won't be able to relax until the cat's away from the zoom. (laughs) He's not going to do anything. So, Jackie. Yes. This week, um, I asked you to pick an evil man. 
And, I love picking. And not only did you pick it, but you are leading it and you've printed out pages with like rings. Oh, the, I love stationery. It looks so good. I love paper. I love like, you know what? If He's I could gonna, just spend like a night in Staples after the stores close and just like run amok, God. I would. So I love, I love this kind of stuff. Well, um, thank you so much for doing this. What a hold pleasure. Show the camera the, the basically disembinding. Like a naked binder. It looks it's like beautiful. you put hoop earrings on yeah. some paper. I am uh, in my silver era. I, if I was a single man, I'd ask this document out. <laughs> it's so g- glamorous. Um, I love these binder rings, but they're usually more useful when you have mo- like a bigger, yeah, um, cool. yeah. bigger chunk of paper. <laughs> Anyways, they're actually really lethal. And I wouldn't recommend pinching your finger in one, but... Okay. So Jackie, yes. um, who did you pick? So as this week's evil man, evil men man, mm-hmm. I've picked a really crazy story. Um, it's a girl. The evil man is a girl. What? And her name is Sherry Papini. Does that ring a bell to either of you? Not at all. Not at all. Okay, Sherry I love it. Papini. Was that a character from uh, Laverne and Shirley or something? <laughs> or uh... Uh, Sherry Papini, no. Um, oh, it was one of the girlfriends on Charles in Charge. <laughs> No, I, I've never watched either of those shows. I neither have I. Mean, There's a small age difference. <laughs> They're from the 1930s. <laughs> I do know about Laverne and Shirley because isn't that a spinoff of um, Happy Days? Of, no. Oh wait, but then isn't what, who's Mork from? Also a spinoff of, of Happy Laverne, Days, right? And, and uh, Joni loves Chachi. There were three spinoffs at least of Happy Days. Good really? Lord! Yeah, yeah. Could was nobody that? think of anybody new back then to get put on the TV? What was the Mary Tyler Moore spinoff? On uh, Rhoda? Lou, Lou Grant and Rhoda. Oh. So Ed Asner had his own spinoff that went from a sitcom to a drama, which oh. is very weird. Weird. And then man. Rhoda was a spinoff from Mary Tyler Moore. Well, well back Sherry to Miss Pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> Sherry Papini. I'm getting hungry. Uh, oh, yeah. You're going to be hungry by the end of this. Um, so this whole story, th- this is a story about an evil, evil man named Sherry Papini. Uh, it all takes place in Redding, California. Um, Sherry, this is 2016, Redding, California. Redding is like two and a half hours north of Sacramento. Beautiful, almost in the mountains, gorgeous, gorgeous town. Um, and Sherry was a beautiful, blonde, uh, 34-year-old, like, it looked like Barbie, like, fit, loved to run. Her husband's name is Keith. She was a stay-at-home mom of a two-year-old and four-year-old, like, just like the idyllic, like, lucky you know. Lucky kids. Lucky so they live in a beautiful, yeah, they got eyes on her all day. Oh, yeah. They live in a beautiful <laughs> spot. It's a beautiful lady. Yeah. yeah. Probably life. a rich guy, I'm just going to Well, guess. that's funny you say that, because she's a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Very fit, loved to yeah. run, you know, like, you so know, she got to have all of this free time. Uh, husband, Keith, works at Best Buy, hmm. um, supporting a family of four. Maybe he was in corporate. I don't know. But like, I don't know how yeah. you're supporting Maybe a family of four. Maybe he worked on commission and he was a very good salesman. Maybe, yeah. A yeah. bunch of uh, like big screen TVs, <laughs> selling a big screen TV. <laughs> so the story starts on November 2nd, 2016. Mm. And um, Sherry was, like I said, she loved running, very athletic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was almost finally fully healed from a boob job um, well enough to get, go on a jog. What kind of best buy was this? <laughs> yeah, actually, I should have said it's a family of six if you include the boobs. Uh, yeah, not, yeah, he's making enough at Best Buy that she got a boob job, okay. um, which is great if you want a boob job. Um, but anyway, so she's healing from her boob job and just, just about well enough to go finally get back into running. So she's getting ready to go on a jog because uh, she's training for a 5K race that's coming up. Damn, right. Kids are at daycare. Husband's Keith, at work. Keith's at Best Buy. 
Um, making millions? Making millions. Just planning all the future boob jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Budgeting them in. Um, so anyway, Sherry puts on her headphones. Oh, I should have mentioned. She's a well-known... Not only is she a well-known, dedicated mother, lovely person, wonderful person, um, she's also obsessed with Michael Bublé. Okay. Uh, and she loves Michael Bublé. And, uh, boob jobs and boob. boob they go hand in hand. And so she pr- pops that into her headphones, <laughs> uh, specifically the song Everything. It's you, it's you. You know that one? <laughs> no. Uh, it's like, in this crazy time, in this crazy life, it's you, it's you. Anyway, it was their wedding song, and she like listens to this shit on repeat. Okay. So she puts in her headphones, go, goes out on a run. Um, and, and then so later that evening, Keith comes home from uh, work. No Sherry. No kids. What the fuck? They're always home when he gets home. Like other, like she's very rigid with her schedule. Yeah. She would always tell him if they're not going to be home when he gets home. He hadn't heard from her since 11 a.m. Hours go by. He can't get a hold of her. He calls the daycare to see what when she picked up the kids. The kids are still there. What? He's like, this is cra- This is bad, bad feeling. Calls the cops. And then the Shasta County Sheriff's Office comes. Everything looks normal. No sign of a struggle. And, and then Keith remembers, oh, yeah, I have find my iPhone for me and her. His and hers find my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, the phone is a, a mile away. So him and the cops drive there and they find her phone cracked on the side of the road. Uh-oh. Um, and, uh, and then there's her headphones are there with like blonde hair tangled in it. They're like, fuck. But there's otherwise no sign of struggle. They asked a few neighbors if they saw anything. No one heard anything. Um, how's it so far? Definitely, you'd guess she was, she was murdered you or think, something you like think that. You think it's worrisome. It's worrisome. Yeah. Yeah. I know this isn't a traditional evil man biography, no, but, this but is it's, great. it's an, a story of intrigue. I'm picturing a funeral attended by the husband and a bunch of grieving <laughs> colleagues from Best Buy. Wearing their <laughs> All blue, their blue yeah. shirts. <laughs> Well, Mike, you might find that in that casket is a bag of flour once you hear what's coming up. Um, there's no ev- evidence here that she like left him either. So there's not really a sign of struggle. Everything in the house looks normal. No bank withdrawals, nothing like that. Um, in the house, Keith noticed. The only thing that was funny was that there was a half-wrapped present that was for him from her and the kids. That was a... Okay. <laughs> this is a non... Not a not a weighty detail, but it was a an American flag pillow. Anyway, that sounds Ooh, hideous. I love that. <laughs> There's a guy on Love Is Blind this season, and every single one of his outfits is an American flag. Oh no! Yeah, no. Yeah, like, so he, like either his did, shorts or his shirt or. His, and then they met the girl, met him, and and had to yeah. and was like, oh no, because she did she know him? what is Love Is Blind? They don't see each other. Beforehand. You don't. You don't see the person at all, and you spend like two weeks in like this room talking. going on dates just talking, oh. and then it's really good. And then you see the person, and they are covered in the American flag. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they meet them, and they're like, oh, good. And yeah. then sometimes they're really into them. I, I should get into it. I don't, I, I should get into it. Mm. Um, but, anyways, and the, you know, you, we all know that the husband is always the first number one suspect. Yes. Um, but he was cleared right away, and no history of domestic abuse. Um, his alibi at Best Buy checked out. All the dozens of men in blue shirts were like, he was here the whole time. Uh, And he even passed a polygraph. Okay. But the entire community was now in shock because Reading is like a very safe town. And, you know, it's like I said, kind of a paradise, except for in 1998 um, when a 16-year-old named uh, Tara Smith went missing. Same circumstances. Was jogging, went missing, blonde hair, beautiful girl. 
and that was a cold case. They never. That never was ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah, and this and so this is taking place 20 in 20, years 2016. Yeah. Right. So they're like, hmm, could that guy have come back and taken another one of our hot blondes? <laughs> um, and and so people were theorizing about that, but also they live near like the interstate, like I five, like interstate, and that's a known route for like Mexican cartel activity. So they're like, okay. I don't know. She's everyone's speculating, right? Everyone's speculating. They they um naturally questioned all the local sex offenders, yeah, all the area sex offenders. Yeah. All of those checked hey, out. Hey, how's it going? Just yeah. checking in. Don't mean uh, to be nosy, but they went on their sex offender tour. Can you imagine having to do that? Imagine being a California sex offender. <laughs> yeah, you know one what? part sounds good, yeah. California, yeah. and the other part... Isn't that a Beach Boys song? California <laughs> sex offender. Wish they all could be sex offending. <laughs> you know what? We got our bushy blonde hair <laughs> and our ankle bracelets. <laughs> Why do they... Why do they... Why do they have bushy blonde hair? Is that just a sex offender look? Yes, so, yeah. <laughs> you know what? You've got to be really hard up to be a fucking sex offender in California. Yeah. You're surrounded by beautiful women that you could Most just look at all day long. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And now you've got to like act on it in a pervy way. Yeah, yeah. Losers. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. <laughs> um, and this is all like getting really intense in Reading surrounding this disappearance. No leads. Keith, her husband, is on TV in People magazine pleading for his wife's return. Days are going by. No breakthroughs. A GoFundMe is started. Posters, vigils everywhere. It's very like, sending our love down the well all the way down. (laughs) All that's going on. Um, And the family hired a private investigator. Um, Some people suspected human trafficking. Like a lot of people were like, she's been human trafficked. But the cops were like, no, human traffic victims are always like way younger. They never have children. Um, So I guess my days of maybe being human trafficked are over. No, Jackie, that's not true. No one wants me to human traffic me. Jackie, I bet you'd make a lot of human traffickers very happy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if you say so. It's like going to, oh my God, you wouldn't believe it. I got carded today. You got carded. I got trafficked the other day. <laughs> I got, a human trafficker tried to kidnap me. <laughs> I've still got it. Boys. Down by the port. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one time, I swear a pedophile was like, because I was wearing my like big, long, puffy winter coat, and a pedophile like a, like was chatting with me, and then realized I was old and married, and he like stormed off How in did, a half. Why do you think he, he was a pedophile? <laughs> because he peeled up in a car, got out of his car, oh, be nice. walked right towards me, and was like, hey, hey. Uh, you look really mature. And I was like, what? I was like, well, looks can be deceiving. Or like joking around. He's like, no, you look really mature. And I was like, oh. And he's like, I'm a photographer. Like, I, you could be like, I could take some pictures for you like at, at my studio. I'm like, oh, uh, that's nice. No, it's okay. And he's like, like, but you look so like mature. He kept saying that. And I'm like, well, I am so mature. And I, then I was like, okay, this guy's not? hitting on me. So I said, I'm so mature. Yeah, that I'm like married, dude. Like I was tr- trying to like tell yeah. him like I'm not into mm-hmm. this. And then I think because I every was, pedophile's worst nightmare. Because <laughs> I think a married woman. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. He like the, the color literally drained from his face, and he like stormed off looking angry. Because I swear, like I was wearing baggy coat, I had no makeup on. But does he not think there's such a thing as shorter women? I like, don't. I, like I know. Just and my hair real... was up in a ponytail. I don't know. You're not. I don't think I looked that young, but childlike. I think that he from behind thought maybe. 
that I was like just small. I, and also, sorry, I was walking on Euclid above Barton, right <laughs> across from a fucking school, like a middle oh, school. Oh, God. Yeah, sorry, I didn't say that detail. I mean, it's right horrific. across from middle school. Yeah. Hair and pigtails. Uh, <laughs> My plaid skirt. <laughs> God. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. That's a rude I, but awakening. I, that's my. It was such a rude awakening that the pedophile gave up on me. I'm yeah. like, wow, Too bad really you can get old. the damn license plate. Although maybe it's not enough evidence. It's not enough evidence. Pedo one was his <laughs> license plate. <laughs> it's personalized. The cops don't have the resources yeah. for this. Um, but yeah, so so they ruled out human trafficking like at this early stage. They're like, no, no, this is not. She does not fit the profile. Right. Mm. Um, so fast forward to November 17th. She's been gone for 15 days. This is when the FBI gets involved. And there's all kinds of theories. Does she have a stalker? Mm. Was she having an affair? Mm. Scorned lover? Like, what's going on? Um, people were still suspecting the husband, but he doesn't even give a shit because he knows he didn't do it. He's like, he's not paying the rumors any creed. He's making more TV appearances. <clears throat> and then this is really weird. Suddenly... A rich businessman <laughs> is literally passing through town. Okay. Catches wind of this story and he's like, and it moved him, I guess. It like, you know, jolted his cold businessman's heart. <laughs> and he was like, you know what? I'm going to offer with my many, many monies a reverse ransom. Okay. So he builds a is this website. Is like a reverse mortgage? Yeah. <laughs> I actually still don't know what a reverse mortgage is, but maybe it is exactly like this. He, so a reverse ransom being like, he, so he builds a website, <laughs> sherrypapini.com. This is how much money this guy has. Wow, He's like websites. Fifth, that's like 65 bucks. Yeah. Like for a domain. Mm. Um, I don't know how good the website is. Cause I actually, when I was researching this, I checked to see if it was still live. The, the domain is still registered with GoDaddy, but it could be available, they say. Okay. <laughs> right. No website. Snap it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, could be interesting with this anniversary coming up, the uh, 10-year anniversary coming up uh, of this. Um, so SherryPapini.com and on it it says, return her safely and receive an undisclosed six-figure reward, no questions asked. Okay. Um, and so this rich, anonymous, mysterious like benefactor also hires an independent hostage negotiator to like work out this deal on his behalf should somebody crop up and be like, I want to do this. Or I, I have her, I want the money. Um, and this hostage negotiator was named Cameron Gamble. Um, so, so there we go. That's an awesome name. Yeah, yeah, Cameron Gamble. Cameron Gamble, nice yeah, to meet you. Don't gamble your life on him. He'll, you better give up those hostages. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my name's Cameron life. Gamble, and the last thing I think you should do is gamble. <laughs> with on your with their lives. <laughs> my name is Cameron Gamble, and I represent SharonPapini.com. Can I have a moment of your time? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to get the hostage you have. Um, and the FBI was like, please don't do this to this guy. They're like, you're fucking this up. Don't do this. Like, first of all, there's not enough evidence right now that she's even been kidnapped, to be honest. Right. Even if she was kidnapped, the kidnapper's not demanding money. So if they wanted it, if he wanted to, he would, honey. It seems right? a bit like a bored rich guy. Like, exactly. It is kind of meddling. Yeah, he's meddling. Like, get out of town. You're not even from Reading. <laughs> um, and then they were like, this also makes the family vulnerable to like scam artists and encourages copycat kidnappers. Like, right. stop, just stop this dude. And he was like, no, this actually rocks like, what I'm doing. Um, but it doesn't even matter. This whole thing doesn't matter because nobody came forward mm. for the even Fuck. the undisclosed six-figure amount. Mm. Okay. Um, and so November 23rd, missing three weeks now, the feds have exhausted all leads. They've executed so many search warrants, including like emails, phone, social media. 
and this is where they found some one thing that's interesting is that um, there's a deleted text thread with some woman on her phone. But then they looked into it. Nope. That was a guy she was talking to. No. Saved under a woman's name. Oldest trick in and the book. And it was deleted? It was deleted <laughs> off her phone. I wonder how you find that. I guess it's like... Yeah, they have like technology to find even the darkest, deepest, darkest corners Damn. of your iPhone. I know. If you delete a message, you can restore it for, I think, up to 30 days. Oh. But I'm sure data retrieval people can find anything. Yeah, but how do they do Remember that? Remember when Chris accidentally deleted... Um, like a two episodes. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, what? He, he recorded, we recorded them on the zoom recorder and then he, for some reason we hadn't put it on the computer yet. And he's like, I'm just going to clear some space on the recorder. Oh, no, and Mike no. was like, no, Chris, don't do that until you've backed it up. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. And then he deleted two episodes. But then Chris to his credit with his own money, spent like a hundred bucks buying a data, data retrieval software what? that yeah. got the episodes yes yeah. we, we wow. saved them yeah yeah that was a dark hour but where do you have no <laughs> kidding where do you have to go to buy one of those that sounds online. like black market stuff online from like incel we, like incel because he also deleted his his his, his uh, trash bin i think oh like god he fully what? <laughs> I, don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what he was thinking that it's day it's so funny that he just became extremely organized that one day just, just went on a Mary yeah, condo no. kit but chris we love you point is and he fixed it chris yeah. fixed it that's amazing yeah yeah that is amazing um anyway, I, I have this so old acer laptop that i want to get rid of but i don't know how to wipe the hard drive there's nothing bad on it but like i, know what I just you don't mean. know how to just do smash it. it with a hammer but i think I that think. even that like some insult could put it back together right, right. <laughs> then burn the hammer <laughs> i know it is creepy because you think like god like i don't know what i've said or what picture i've sent yes and there was that was my laptop throughout like university there's definitely like <laughs> things in there <laughs> my old brick of an acer laptop that my dad bought me and he goes now hang on to this because you're not getting a new one for a long time because i think i spilled like a drink on my other one anyway <laughs> anyways um shall i please yes so she had she was texting a oh, man yeah, it was a guy and Wait. saying sally so keith wasn't enough for her <laughs> keith at best buy wasn't enough for i her. guess not even though Sad. he's keeping her in boob jobs yeah. Um, but th- there wasn't much here. So it was a guy from Michigan who Sherry had actually hooked up with like years ago before she was even married when she was like still working at a, some whatever her career was. And she was in, at a business conference in Michigan. She mm. met this guy. They like kind of hooked up. This guy's from Michigan. They were vaguely kept in touch over the years. Flirty texts here and there. They'd been toying with the idea of maybe meeting up again when he was next in the area of, of Redding in California. Mm-hmm. But it didn't come to fruition. And then so they tracked this guy down and questioned him. His alibi checked out for the day she went missing. He was in Michigan. And he was like, what? She's married? Like, I had no idea she was married. So little bit of a stinking fish in the story there. <laughs> She's not as perfect as she thought she was. She's going to Michigan and hooking up with some guy. Well, she was Secretly. almost had plans yeah. to, but then so, it didn't But didn't you say pass. they did hook up? Oh, like years oh, before, before she was, she was even married. married. Yeah, so this she... is like an old, like, random flame. Yeah. But they were still kind of, like, flirtily texting. Mm. And she had deleted it. And they were, she maybe was going to, like, meet up with him again after all these years. But it didn't happen. Okay, all right. But still. Mm. Bit of a flaggy flag. It'd be weird if you're the husband, because you're like, oh, but you'd still be so yeah. sad she's yeah, yes. gone and maybe murdered. But you, where does that little bit of hurt go? Exactly. Uh, Have you well? seen uh, the f- fall of the House of Usher yet? 
No, no, but I want to see it. Okay. okay. Is it good? Yeah, well, I liked it. I like all that guy's stuff. I like like Haunting of Hill House. Bly Manor I didn't like as much, mm. um, if, but I like the cast. If I were Keith and I found that out, I would go into work the next day and like, destroy <laughs> a flat screen TV. No, Michael, because you could you, sell Or you call that. the press and say, if you're watching anywhere, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Honey, Imagine. we done. If you're watching, you can return her to Michigan. <laughs> Don't bother bringing her back home. Unlike Best Buy, my return <laughs> policy is you break it, you buy it. <laughs> and then he says that. But why? So because yeah, if you break, break I, it, you can still bring it back to Best Buy? I, I guess so. <laughs> Best Buy, we'll take it back even if you broke it. <laughs> that is a good policy. Um, so I don't know. Actually, I don't know about Keith's reaction to that discovery from, from the FBI, but I mean, we can only surmise that he's... It wasn't good. It wasn't Not good. good. Mm. Yeah. But persevering, he does probably still miss her. Um, He's a good guy. Keith is a good or guy. You know what? He? Well, we don't know yet who's the evil man or not yet. Um, but cut, cut to Thanksgiving. Uh, and this is when they knew things were really bad. She would not miss this. She had big plans to bring sweet potatoes to her in-law's house. Like, she was planning on this day. Yeah. Um, and that's true. That's how they knew. They're like, she, but that's this, I'm not even joking here. This is in my research came up. Like, she was supposed to bring sweet potatoes so to the gathering. Even if somehow she was faking her she own She would still death. get there with the sweet potatoes. <laughs> in the States, they put fucking like whipped cream and sugar in their sweet potatoes. Marshmallows. Yes. Yeah. I have had sweet potatoes with kind of brown sugar. Oh, yes. And that is good. good. But I know what you mean. There's the the marshmallow situation. I'd eat it, but it's odd. Yeah. I've even had like, what is it? A parsnip or parsnip or turnip with a little bit of like brown Mm, sugar, which is nice too. Mm. There's a rich history of turnips on the my mom's side of the family. I my, love turnips. Me too. Well, my, my grandfather had a turnip farm. I think really. I know. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about this in, in Aris, the bonus. Ontario. Oh yeah, okay. bonus episode. You have turnips. to tune into the bonus. And, and one more bonus tease. Ever had a rutabaga? <laughs> oh yes, I have. Yeah, underrated. Years ago, but underrated. it's very turnipy. Very turnipy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost has like a bit of a st- addictive stink to it. Ooh yeah, bit of funk. Give me that funk. <laughs> Um, so she's not there on Thanksgiving. This is crazy. But that morning, very early, Keith gets a call from the cops. She's been found. Oh my God. Yes. What? 4.30 a.m., 140 miles south of Reading in Yolo County. (laughs) That's real? Yes. Yolo County. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Traffic was heavy on the I-5, the cartel-riddled I-5. Beep, beep. <laughs> Hurry up. I've got a delivery of drugs to make. <laughs> oh, there's a traffic jam for, uh, full of uh, cartels on the I-5 today. It's cartel rush hour. <laughs> I just picture that green van from Up in Smoke. <laughs> um, and people are traveling for Thanksgiving. And a haggard woman is at the side of the road waving some piece of fabric. She's looking like shit. And she's alive. She's alive. Dirty gray jogging suit, hair just chopped to her shoulders, zip ties around her like ankles, a chain around her waist, covered in dirt, broken nose, skinny as hell, burns, uh, and uh, like burns and also uh, on her shoulder, been branded. Oh, God. Like injured, like to hell hell. Branded? like Branded a- like a cattle. What? Yes. So th- like, this is insane. Um, so Keith races to the hospital for like a very tearful reunion, a mix of relief and like absolute revulsion and horror at seeing like yeah. what rough shape his wife is in. She's traumatized. Um, and, and she was like, and they're like, what happened? And she's like, I can't say anything. 
because law enforcement was involved in my abduction. I don't trust anyone. I'm not talking to anyone. She's like, like so traumatized. Yeah. Law enforcement was involved involved in her abduction. abduction, She said, yeah. What? Yes. And so she wouldn't speak. And, and so the cops resorted to like giving Keith a wire and having him go into the hotel or hotel room, hospital room and being like, what happened? Keith, we need to find out what happened. And you're our only hope. Also, we need to know what, how she feels about missing out on bringing the sweet potatoes. And are there any door crasher deals right now on <laughs> LG flat screens? <laughs> um, any questions, boys? So they no, put a wire on the goddamn husband. Yeah, they, he, they wired him up. Or like, I don't know, they gave him a microphone. I think she may have known. I don't know if she like knew. Like a podcast microphone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a Yeti? And, then, and they, start, they immediately started a Patreon. Um, so, but this is, so, so what follows here is Sherry's account of her okay. abduction. Lay it on mm. us, Jackie. Well, so she said she was abducted by two Hispanic women in a dark SUV. They, she was on her jog that day. They stopped her to ask for directions. And then she was like, you know, paused her buble and was like, where do you want to go? And then they were like, gun in her face, get in the car. Okay. No. Yeah. So she dropped the phone and they're like, drop your phone and get in the car, bitch. I added bitch. <laughs> no, but, but I believe it. I believe guess. it. You, they, for sure, they probably cursed. They're cursing. They were like, get in the car, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, they're in a dark SUV. Yeah. What are you going to be Actually, polite? Yeah. I'm not, I don't endorse it, but it does feel cool saying like, get in the car, bitch. Oh, yeah. Let's all try it. Get in the car, bitch. <gasps> get in the car, bitch. <laughs> Oh my God, James, I've never seen you so oh. assertive. Well, I, I, it's, you know, it where were you that night? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was in Canada. Um, okay. So get in the car, bitch. Get in the car, bitch. So she, and they're like, drop your phone and get in the car. And she thinking quick, purposefully, remember I said her ha- headphones had hair wrapped around them. She purposefully like lot, like ah. yanks and hair out as like a clue. DNA. And, yeah. Um, although that's kind of dumb because it's like, well, it's obviously your phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so you just hurt yourself. Yeah, you just hurt yourself, for, and you're about to get more hurt. So they put a bag over her head and knocked her out. Or maybe she said, maybe they—I don't know if they hit me or maybe they tased me. But I kept losing consciousness in this car. Don't know where we were going. Bags over my head. Right. Um, I know this isn't like that funny to like riff on guys. I'm realizing no, it's, that now. I mean, every story has a, at least some, probably some grit. some yeah. grit to it. I'm sure it'll get funny soon. <laughs> the bag over the head is kind of, I mean, that yeah. is kind of makes me think of those sports fans that go yeah. when their team is bad, they go to a game with a bag over their head. I like, have never heard of that. Yeah. When the, they're like, we're ashamed of our team. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. It happens. So why even go? I guess it's to make a statement. It make a statement. It's kind of dumb now that you really shame break the it players. down. Yeah. Shame the because you don't even want anyone to know that yeah. you're their fan. Like I'm embarrassed to be oh, here. Oh, yeah. I never knew that. You know what? I mean, you're I'm not even in spo- the sports world. Uh, don't worry about it. But that's not what was happening in this van. Yeah, that wasn't why. No, this had nothing this to do with sports. She was very supportive right. of all okay. teams. Um, James is a, such a sport. James is actually becoming a part of like the famous Toronto sports celebrity sect, aren't you? Well, I you mean, dinner, that's my dream. You rubbed elbows would, with some. I would give up comedy probably to be a sports host. James, I bet I would. Perfect. Thank you. You could MC a hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my friendship with shout out, you know, Alex Wong uh-huh. and uh, you know Ennis loosely. Yes, they're kind of in the sports world a bit, and it's very exciting for me. Yeah, you're the biggest. I think you're the biggest sports fan of all of us. 
maybe Tom, really nice. is, Tom is as well. Tom and Tim like sports. Oh yeah, Tim's like more American about it though, isn't yeah, he? Like yeah. football. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> like Tim and Rebecca disappear during yeah, they they oh yeah um, football season yeah. NFL season yeah. <laughs> during that season. Uh, anyways, so they put a bag over her head, um, and, and maybe taser. She kept losing consciousness, so she came to in a bedroom with just a bed and a dresser. Windows were boarded up from both sides, inside and outside. She'd been redressed in some like jogging suit, which doesn't sound like her style. No. Um, and then the, these women who were always wearing masks, apparently like that she could see their eyes and eyebrows, but like she couldn't see their faces. They're wearing some kind of mask. Um, uh, they caught her trying to peek out the window, beat her unconscious. When she came to, she was restrained by a waist chain. Okay. Uh, the thing I'm most triggered by is the masks. I'm oh, sorry. I, after, you know, know, it doesn't COVID. do anything. It doesn't stop anything. <laughs> wearing a mask in your own house. Come on. Now that's just too far. <laughs> But I want, I got to wonder what kind of masks, because this is pre-COVID. Yeah. And if it's not covering their eyes, was it maybe a balaclava? I don't know. Mm. Sherry never specified that. Sherry needs to be more specific. Details, honey. Yeah. Um, but these women would come and go, and apparently they gave her a kitty litter. <laughs> kitty litter? Oh, what the hell? <laughs> I know. Kitty litter, Although I have I to admit, I've thought about it. I've never, cons- <laughs> I've never, I'm never going to do it, but I've thought about if what if I to? did it? Like, what would the cats do? I don't know. Like, just what if? What would? What if I did it? Bruno, first of all, would be furious. Oh, he'd pee on the floor right away. Yeah, but also, presumably, this. Ha- I mean, it's just more work for the kidnappers to. Yes, to clean yeah, out the box. toilet. Yeah, <laughs> Michael, great yeah, you point. You gotta get a little. What do you call that? A little shovel like a scoop. And yeah, thing. sift yeah. it out. Yeah. Like, you, that's human poo. Yeah, we're not talking Ew. about a cat turd. Yeah, yeah that's a, like a big full size poo in there. Yeah, these criminals didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> okay, uh, and you gotta wonder what kind of. I wonder if they were using that like pretty litter that tells you if you have any like pH imbalances or any health. <laughs> By the way, anyone listening, do not buy that litter. Pretty litter that says, "Oh, it's sil- silica gel, and it helps tell tell if your cat has." imbalances and minerals in their urine and their blood don't buy it it's bad for your cat it will go up their urethra and cause a lot of urinary tract problems and really bad problems damn all right good to know my best recommendation is pine pellets that turn into mush that i call hamster mush let's hope that the kidnappers bought pine pellets (laughs) pellets for For the bonus i'm gonna bring out the bag of litter we have and And get your get your rating out of 10 okay i've got a kind of a good idea of what it's like uh, as it is i can usually gauge what kind of litter people use just by their vibe (laughs) um but anyways so according to sherry these women would come and go they gave her this freaking litter box i guess fed her once a day on stale bread gritty rice oatmeal apple sometimes or sometimes just like the fat <laughs> Michael you now we're talking oh, this is luxury to Michael <laughs> or the fat off of like a piece of meat okay yeah <clears throat> And and then according to Sherry, music was always like blasting right outside the room, yeah. maybe to like mask her sounds or like the, her, her, using hearing. The, her using her using the uh, or, kitty litter <laughs> burying in the litter box. Sometimes does your have you ever had a cat that like is obsessed with burying and you have to be like enough now it's buried. Oh, Bruno, Bruno fucking buries fucking like non, all, non-stop. Pisses, yeah, too much. I had, I think it's a kind of, it can be an anxiety thing because I had this cat, not, me and Nutland's old roommate, Nellie, would bury till the freaking cows came home until we had to say, Nellie, 
enough. It's buried. In the middle of the night, Bruno does it with the water dish too. Wink, wink, wink. Like rubs the side of the water dish. Oh, interesting. Bruno, for Christ's sake. Bruno. Um, You know what's funny though? When they talk about like when you're a hostage or kidnapped and Mm -hmm. they play like heavy metal music or something. Like in that movie, Ransom, they did that. They played heavy metal music and it's supposed to, I guess, be- Drive you crazy. Yeah, but what if you're a (gasps) metalhead? And then you're just you're like vibing. Yeah, yes. You're banging your head and you're, <laughs> yeah, you're, great you're loving it. Yeah, yeah. Wearing your jean jacket, yeah. sewing a new patch on to yeah. it, motor And like rattling your chain <laughs> yeah, to yeah, the yeah. metal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be paradise. Mm. But this, unfortunately for Sherry, as she described it, was blasting music outside the room almost 24-7. And in her words, you know, that really annoying Mexican music. Oh, That's what she said. Sure. Not like, cool. No. Like, White like, woman alert! Like I think mariachi, like is that one? Yeah, is that the Mexican hat dance? Yeah, is that actually? That's what I would think by her description. Yeah, so that's her her kind of ignorance description. It was an ignorance. I'm starting to think that the kidnappers were right to do what they did. You know what? They may have had a point. Um, okay, she we, sounds a bit toxic for saying that. Yeah. Um, and, and they were yelling at her in Spanish. And, and so according to her, there was an older woman and a younger woman. This is the duo that, that abducted her. And the older one was like the bad one. Like it was kind of a good cop, <laughs> bad cop scenario. And the older one was like bad. And she's the one that was like burning her, beating her, cutting her hair. And then when Sherry asked, why are you doing this to me? Um, apparently they said, we sell you. And then they said, your buyer is a cop. What? So like white slavery? Like, like sex trafficking? Yeah, Some like so it sounds like trafficky, doesn't it? Wow. Yes. And your buyer's a cop? Hmm. Um that's when the alarm bells would start going that's off when in my I, yeah, head. Yeah, that's you know? what I would know now. Finally, I think I'm in a bad situation. Yeah. A cab. Yeah. That's what I'd be saying. A cab. Yeah. What does yeah. A cab All cops mean? are buyers. <laughs> the, all cops are buying you. <laughs> James, what are you, a bootlicker? All A cab means all cops are bastards. I didn't know that. Honestly, <gasps> I think of the I, I was thinking of the Genesis song Abba Cab or whatever. <laughs> what, how does that one go? That's like so you um, thought it had Black Lives Matters protests. <laughs> People were chanting the name of a Genesis song? <laughs> I I guess I did. I just am a big fan of Genesis. And How does that song go? It's like, like it's a lot going on. I don't right. know quite how to sing very it. Prog. But it's a very prog. Okay. A lot going on. Um, and she w- would have probably liked Genesis being blasted instead of mariachi. Oh, break she, from that annoying Mexican yeah. music. I would, I, frankly, I would love it if yeah. Genesis was blasted Me too. all the time. So a cop's going to buy her, her white ass? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and then these women were apparently also reading her the news articles about her own abduction and being like, <laughs> they think that you left on your own. You're never going to be found. At least they're supporting journalism. They are. They're still, you know what? They're buying a fucking newspaper and that's like, yeah. that's enough. Yeah. You're husband's commissions are down the toilet (laughs) (laughs) um and then you know and then she can't she doesn't speak spanish but she says that she thought she could make out some words or some allusion to traffic cameras medicine and she thought she heard them say like delivery date Mm. so this is all adding up to like sounding like very trafficky and that starts really scaring her she tried to escape twice but was both times she said caught and injured and punished like badly and then eventually branded, as we know. Um, and the older one branded her and apparently was like, this is what your buyer wants. Whoa. And then the branding was illegible, but Sherry says she thinks it was supposed to say Exodus. Hmm. And Movement but- of jaw people. <laughs> oh, 
Some nice reggae outside of the door would have been soothing. Oh, wouldn't relaxed her. Bob yeah. Marley, oh. um, what's his best of CD? Yes. Legend. Oh my God, Bob I love Marley it. Legend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure you could sleep to that. Oh Three Little God. Birds. That album made me get dreadlocks and I wish that was <laughs> not true, but it's true. Uh-oh, the subject of today's episode has just turned into Jackie Pirico. <laughs> I know what I got out ahead of it years ago. I came clean that I had uh, white dreads when I was 15 years old. Um... So, and then, so, so Sherry says she was trying to do yoga to keep sane. Um, uh, same. Yeah. Thinking about her kids constantly, she says. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and she's adamant that no sexual abuse of any kind took place. Um, very adamant about that. And then. If women ran the world, this, we're seeing how it works. This is the ideal abduction. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, this abduction passes the Bechdel. There's, yeah. And there's no toxic masculinity involved <laughs> so far. Whatsoever. Um, although it sounds like the older the one cop. was wearing the pants. Wearing the pants. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. there's the a branding's of... not great. I'm gonna no, say that. No, we don't really love. I that. assume the cop is a man. Oh, that's well, such an interesting assumption, Michael. I'm sorry. I would like to apologize to everyone. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she senses that the younger captors starting like to soften up on her. But there's a real distinct good cop, bad cop going on with mm-hmm. these two. So now we get to a pivotal moment in this, according to Sherry. Um, one day, the younger woman comes in out of the blue. Where's the older woman? We don't know. And she gives her a plate of food, mm-hmm. like a nicer plate of food, and she eats it, but it instantly Sherry's feeling nauseous and dizzy and passes out. Sherry. When she woke up, the younger one was there putting another bag over, that girl into her bit with the bag, putting a bag over her head, restrained her more, led her outside to the vehicle. No voices in the car, only the radio. She could only hear the radio. Um, Sherry said that she tried to keep track of how long the distance was by like counting how many songs were playing, which is pretty smart. Um, but she kept like falling asleep because she th- thinks that she was drugged or something. Um, car eventually stopped. The younger captor ordered her, get out, bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, and then she cut her restraints, like cut the zip ties, I guess. Pushed her out of the door, fucked off, drove off. What? And that's where we find her on Thanksgiving morning. And no explanation the that, that she wasn't delivered to the cop, supposedly? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, apparently, she just was, uh, maybe the younger one found it in her heart, according to Sherry, to, mm, let, to her let her go. And so that's what she was waving at the side of the highway when she was found, was that pillowcase that they put over her head. Huh. And so that's was was her you know escape a trucker eventually stopped and that brings us back to the point of keith seeing her in back the hospital to the present. yeah so this is what she told him on the wire eventually. yes and, and this is the story she told the cops over the coming weeks wow. like wow. you know okay and uh and that day there that day there was a vigil another sending i love <laughs> taking place on thanksgiving for her and at that vigil her sister her own sister broke the news to the crowd the good news that she's been found She's been found. We want our privacy at this time, but and everyone's like, oh my God, amazing. And not to be like Captain Social Justice Guy, but I bet that she's a beautiful, blonde, white woman, rich woman. It captures the public's attention in a way that other people might not. 1,000%, James. Mm -hmm. See, it's nice that at least one third of the evil men are so woke. Yep. (laughs) But it is the guy that didn't know a cab as well. Um, sorry, this is so long, guys. Are, no, is this, this is still, great. Okay, we're we're almost there to the the. Well, 
but maybe there's a, another climax. Um, the investigators gently probe. They're trying to catch these people. Sherry's visibly traumatized for weeks, always hugging her knees to her chest and like she can't make eye contact. She's like so rattled. Um, she can't really give a good description because they wore masks and like she described their hair, their <laughs> eyebrows and like said certain things like what their breath smelled like, which is actually oh, quite relatable handy. to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the investigators <laughs> are going to be like, open up. <laughs> so all this stuff. Um, you know, oh, the younger one had like thin, overly tweezed eyebrows and like wore like big hoop earrings and like, you know, oh, like, yeah. like cr- she said, like um, curly hair with a lot of gel in it and all Reminds of me this. some of the girls who went to high school with me. Yeah, it does sound very Y2K, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Um, no clue of the location. She could hear birds outside. She said it was off, often cold and raining. She could smell a fireplace. And she said the bathroom, she remember, I guess they did let her into the bathroom because she said the bathroom had a very unique, distinct layout and she described it in detail, including a crack in the shower tile that she remembers very well. Um, but uh, yeah, and then people, the public was like, we want details. The mm. police weren't giving details, but they're like, we put $50,000 into this <laughs> fucking GoFundMe. We want details. Yeah. And the cops weren't really, and so people started to be like, is this for real? Like, did she act, like, is this mm. a hoax? And the police were like, there's no reason for us to think this is a hoax. Um, Keith released an exclusive statement to Good Morning America to address the rumors. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give these hoax rumors any credence the way that people are so hungry for details is sick they should be ashamed of themselves for wanting all these details and then he goes on on good morning america to give every single detail (laughs) that i've just given and naturally the public was extremely entertained by that um and uh and then the police then did hold a press conference release the details with anyone with info please come forward so now there's this whole climate in the, all throughout Cal- the California and right. like the surrounding areas of like, you know, be on the lookout for two Hispanic women. And then Hispanic women were getting targeted false right. claims. Like, Oh, I saw them at Walmart. And like all these like Spanish women were stopped, like driving their like SUVs, like all right. of this. Um, cause there's like a manhunt going on. Um, and tons of tips were coming in. Like I said, so December 3rd, she's been home for a week and a half public are still rallying in support of her. They're wearing all pink. Like they're so it's fucking cringe and chuggy as hell. Um, <laughs> Sherry's exhibiting again, major signs of post-trauma. She's not leaving the house. She's afraid officers are checking in on them a lot, but they're, there's no more insights. They're out of leads. So a year later, still no breakthroughs. Um, and the artists tried to work with her to make composite sketches that were released to the public. Um, and then skeptics are popping up because it's been so long. And then people start digging into Sherry a Uh-oh. little bit. Oh, shit. Yeah, digging into her past, her, her uh, digital footprint. And someone- Yeah, had Keith been like, it's, it's great to have you back home. Also, uh, we found the thing on yeah, the phone. Text. Yeah. yeah, we don't know the conversations they yeah. had. Yeah. yeah, like, I don't know. Does Keith have it in him to question her on that? Maybe it's, she's too sensitive. She's too busy hugging her knees to her chest. I know. You kind of got to wait, I guess, a, a bit. Yeah. Be brutal. Like, she comes home and you're a bit distant with her that day. Yeah, like, <laughs> like cool. Like, um, like if what's you're... for dinner? I don't know. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing, no, it's fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm glad, glad you're back. Really glad you're back. Anyway, I'm going to bed early. Um, so uh, I left out some pine pellets for you. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> God, but that is the Cadillac of litter. She should be so lucky. Um, but somebody found this apparent blog post that was written by Sherry right after she was out of high school, which I guess would have been like in the two, t- 2010s or something. Right. Um, 
recounting about how all the Latina girls in her school like bullied her and made her life hell. And then talking about how she got into a fight with one and broke one's nose because she called her dad a Nazi. Because like this girl, Sherry's maiden name is actually Graf. She's German, okay. apparently. And and then these Latina girls were calling her a Nazi or bullied. And then she wrote this like kind of scathing blog post kind of like racist sort of blog post and then, and then her family was like that was not Sherry that wrote that and then they also unearthed an old Pinterest page that like was apparently belonged to Sherry from like years earlier that had some like white supremacist <laughs> supremacy stuff shared on the on Pinterest. a Pinterest page <laughs> it's like here's a desk I love here's and a like, beautiful bed here's a holder. Nazi flag <laughs> Uh, 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 exactly hand woven uh, uh, Nazi one flag. of those giant bl- like crocheted blankets that are made out of mega crochet yarn and a third Reich badge <laughs> <laughs> so okay. then again the family's like no this is not this is someone mm. someone she's got a hater out there that's trying to like drag her name through the mud yeah yeah um, so and then the police were like listen this yeah that doesn't look good but that's not enough for us to think that this was a hoax mm. um, you know we've invested a year of manpower investigating this we're not going to stop now but inconsistencies in her story did kind of start to stack up mm-hmm. um, a little bit of conflicting accounts here and there like for instance the cops did remember her talking about wearing a diaper but then they were like but wait what about the litter I'm not joking about this they were like yeah. wait weren't you going to say you were a diaper but then hold on the litter box but then hold on the bathroom so there was some like poo and pee inconsistencies uh, in her story I would have been so good at like finding those inconsistencies oh yeah just as someone who talks about going to the bathroom yeah, a lot I would have been, and I'm yeah. interested in it I zeroing would have been like, in on huh. it yeah. yeah I would have been like you know did you have a favorite corner so did you of the litter pull box? the diaper down and then go to the litter <laughs> box like how did that so was she undone by toilet inconsistencies <laughs> well they didn't ha- it didn't help her right but then they also found they had also found traces of male DNA on her like like jogging pants and on her jogging suit when they were doing forensics, no female DNA, only male DNA was found on that jogging suit that she showed up in, okay. but it didn't match anything on CODIS. They, they tried to run it. <clears throat> so that was a, a de- dead dud of a lead. Um, some people from her past started cropping up, former friends and lovers, saying that she was a pathological liar. She had a crazy wild youth. She would always run away from home, make up stories, lied about being abused, uh, lied oh. about having a, a heart condition, accused an ex-boyfriend of being abusive when he wasn't, and the director of a youth program that she was in was like, yeah, she was like all very good at fabricating stories according to who she was talking to to get a lot of attention. So this isn't looking good. Um... The Sacramento Bay newspaper uncovered that in 2003, her own mother reported to the cops that her daughter was self-harming and blaming it on her parents. And other stories like that Whoa. start to be unearthed. Mm. Mm. But the cops, like, unfortunately, stories this old were not enough for them to, like, have solid grounds to disbelieve her story. So the hunt continues. Years keep... I know. I know. These cops are like, hello. All cops are... ACAD. All cops are dum dums. <laughs> so uh, the hunt continues. Years keep passing by. In 2020, the story was like faded from the headlines. People are over it, except for the people of Reading. Yes. So people of Reading are still like, no. What happened? We still want to fucking know. Yeah. This is crazy. We spent like, this is, we're scared. We're still scared for our daughters. We want to know. The community wants answers. Um, and Sherry was off and on still working with the police when she would remember something. Oh, yeah. I remember this detail too. And they're like, okay, it's nothing happening. August 13th, 2020. This is crazy. This is like during the pandemic. It's crazy. 
a breakthrough in the case, boys, finally. Okay, okay. Based on her description, especially the specific bathroom description, the police believe they found the house. That's what they told them. The, Sherry, we think we've got the house. Wow. Folks, yeah. we found the toilet. Yeah, we found, <laughs> and the litter box and all the discarded <laughs> diapers. Um, but the husband was like, the husband literally was like, yes, 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 yes. And Sherry was like, oh, like looking Great. like, uh, uh, yeah. And they're like, what's wrong? Because this is what the cops actually knew when they broke this news to her about finding the house. In 2018, because of the genealogy fad of people like uploading their DNA to Ancestry.com and 23andMe, yes, they finally pinged on a match to the DNA on her clothes via Ancestry.com. Whoa. They found a man who's like had familial um, ties to this DNA on her jogging suit. Looked into it, and they found that his son, named James Reyes who lived 580 miles south of Reading in Costa Mesa, which is just like south of LA. He had no criminal record, this guy, but he had once, years ago, shared an email account with Sherry, and the two of them had made joint financial transactions, what the fuck, and he once listed his address as a residence owned by Sherry's parents. So they're like, what on earth? And by sharing an email, you mean like, it was their email yeah, account Yeah, you know how like your like yeah. uncle Brian and Aunt Glenna yeah, are on always Facebook an uncle and aunt. Yeah. <laughs> always an uncle and my, aunt have a joint a email. A joint Facebook account. My, yeah. like, sometimes I'll get a like on my Instagram of brianglennawakefield.com. <laughs> so why do uncle <laughs> and aunts so do cute. this? And you just know the uncle has fuck all to do with it. <laughs> That's so this true. account does not represent my views. <laughs> <laughs> oh, push, Glenn. <laughs> No, it's so funny. On my family face, like my family chat is in Facebook Messenger, which is actually really annoying. (laughs) I don't like Facebook Messenger. But like my dad is kind of like, doesn't really have the attention span for that. And he's not on Facebook a lot. So sometimes my mom will like, I think answer for him about like plans and stuff. And you can just tell it's like my mom and not my Will dad. Will she write in his voice? Well, no, she doesn't. Like, Or sometimes I think she just accidentally is on his account on the computer or right. something. But it's a real weekend at Bernie's thing. And I have to wonder like if my dad died, would I even know that he's gone? <laughs> <laughs> like he's just still alive on Facebook. Anyways, because sometimes she'll say things. I'm like, my dad would never talk like that. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So this guy, James Reyes, has so many past connections to her and on that when they were stalking his social media investigating this they saw a picture of a coffee table that looked exactly like the one that sherry described being like chained to and um and and so he's this former professional hockey player in costa mesa taking care of his aging grandmother did he play in like the nhl i actually don't know i should have looked into where he played for probably not he's probably like a minor team but professional yeah like a farm team, maybe? Could have been like the AHL yeah, or something, okay. like the sort of minor leagues. Right. But sadly, at this time, no longer a professional. He's, I don't know where he worked, it's but. It's sad, you know, he, athletic only, careers are very They're so short. short. Yeah, you have to have something to fall back on later, yeah. like kidnapping your old friend <laughs> and getting money, maybe? Yeah, know. but not even bothering to, that's so hockey player, not yeah. like forgetting <laughs> to ask for the ransom. Oh, shit, we forgot <laughs> to ask for some fucking money. <laughs> all sweaty <laughs> um so the, the cops go down there and interview him and they found out that they started that he started dating her in t- 2002 they were together for several years they broke up on pretty good terms he denied any involvement in this he hasn't seen her since 2006 he says okay. but then they're like then how the fuck did your dna get on this jogging suit that she was found on and then like an hour into the interrogation he cracked oh shit and he said i didn't abduct her she asked me for help 
What? So what follows, and I'll try and make this quick. What follows is James's story of what happened. James Reyes. In late 2015, Sherry contacted me out of the blue, he says. She said her husband has been beating and raping her and has the cops, but he is friends with cops. Kind of like you, James. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Um, Has the cops in his pocket, so she's not getting any help, and she's like in this really horrible, violent, domestic situation. She told James, her ex, that she's going to run away and stay with him. She got a burner phone that she so she could stay in contact with him. Then, in summer 2016, she gave him a very specific set of instructions and plans for the following November 2016. She got him to rent a car, come get me, on the outskirts of Reading, and she told him exactly where to pick her up. She jumped in the back seat, laid down, and he drove all the way back down to Costa Mesa with her, stopping only for gas, and she basically slept the whole time in the back seat. Okay. <laughs> they get to his place. And basically, according to James, they just did their own thing. He went to work as normal. He slept on the couch. She stayed in his spare bedroom. They never hooked up. He was so adamant. She she just did her own thing. I was busy at work. And I just figured that she was kind of getting away from her abusive situation and making plans to, you know, start a new life and get her kids and putting all the plans into place. Um, and so for those three weeks or so, you know, he, he assumed she was doing all that. He stayed out of it, but he did all of her bidding for her. So she was basically like, board up the windows. Okay. And then, oh, go and get me, uh, buy me a uh, branding tools. Okay. Here, uh, shoot hockey pucks at me so that I can be covered in bruises. He's like, sure. sure. I love the incorporation of hockey. Uh, <laughs> just <randomly. laughs> like, it's a very sporty situation. And he was just going along. Let me mm. tell you something about this guy. From what I'm researching, major golden retriever energy. <laughs> <laughs> just doing whatever she said. Yeah. Asking like I could no understand. Yeah. Can you pick up dinner? Or yes. Picking up a brand? Branding tools. This is, could I ask why? Yeah. And like with le- individual letters, E-X-O-D-U-S. Just it's just another indication of the sad state of the, of the modern man. We, <laughs> and, we've and lost the st- our spine. Sad state of yeah. tuition. A yeah. tutor's in the locker room. <laughs> um, and so he's just doing whatever she wanted. And he was like, she was doing all that, and they're like, you never beat her and burned her. No, she was honest to God, doing all of that to herself. She hit herself. She burned herself. She made me hit hockey pucks at her to bruise her. I think because she was trying to prove that her husband was beating her. She hardly ate. She cut her own hair. She Did made she... me hold up the hockey stick so she could run into it and break her own nose. I know this is gruesome, guys, but this is Did exactly Did she make him actually get a litter tray for her? <laughs> she probably could have just lied about that <laughs> rather than actually. <laughs> there's no evidence. Um, yeah, there's no she DNA test for the litter. She made me shit in a litter tray and say it was hers. <laughs> say it was hers. <laughs> um, so this is all so insane. Um, and But you know what? This sounds so outrageous, but the cops made him take a polygraph and it was true. Everything wow. he was saying was true. Um, and he didn't own a TV, so he wasn't aware of the extent of the media coverage. He never questions why she was doing all of this. And then one day she said, you know what? I miss my kids. I'm going back. So he got her to drive for the nine-hour drive back and then in, in Yolo County, which was like, you know, hundreds of miles south still. She was like, drop me off here. Got out of his car. And according to James, didn't even say thank you. Didn't say oh thank you. Oh, my God. I know. Rude. That is rude house guest vibes to the max. <laughs> Did, <laughs> didn't yeah. even say thank Didn't you. say that according to James. She didn't thank him. Now, because she's seems like a weirdo, was her story about her husband abusing her? All, like, was that true? Like, no. 
That really? is not true at all. And and also people like James's family, like his cousin and his cousin's wife, like saw her at his house and everything. It's so crazy that none right. of these people were like, hey, to the cops. But I guess they didn't, I don't know, like I guess so nine hours away, the story wasn't as, I don't know. They just didn't know about the story as much there. But, but basically, um, they broke the news to Sherry. They're like, yeah, we've, we've got your captor and it's James. And she was like, no oh no sorry they were like we found your captor and she was like and and keith was like yes who is it who is it and she was like i don't want them to find the captor and her husband was like what and she goes well i don't want them to arrest that young girl because she really saved my life and james was like or and keith was like come on there's something you're not fucking telling me yeah why wouldn't you want them to to and then so there you can listen to audio of this of them just talking the two of them in the interview room and him being like, there's obviously something you're not telling me. She goes, no, it's such, it's like, I don't want the, that girl to get in trouble. Like she saved my life. Like I don't want them to arrest her. And he goes, dude, you're fucking like, what is wrong with you? So the cops came back in and they're like, listen, Keith, leave the room. And they said to Sherry, we know everything you did. We know everything <laughs> you, we know that all the story was bullshit. Like you lied. Like James is, has a, polygraph that he passes we know that you did all of this to herself and then like these tapes are fascinating like you just hear it she starts crying this can't be happening this can't be happening like no 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 it's not james this this can't be happening that girl let me go that girl let me go and they're like give it up lady we know there's no two hispanic ladies you're fucked you're fucked we know the whole thing is a lie and a hoax and then she was like oh i know i've been flirting with other men i don't know why i've been doing that i love my husband and the cops were like Flirting with other men is not a crime. <laughs> Everything you've done, however, is a huge crime. And um, and so and yeah, and so she didn't confess though. She wouldn't say yes. You're right. I lied. She wouldn't confess. So she was free to go home. And it took the investigators another year and a half to put together a solid case in order to charge her. And you know, after all this time, hundreds of thousands have been spent on this investigation. Mm. $50,000 raised for her family for GoFundMe, which they spent on like private investigators and other expenses. She got $30,000 from the California Victim Compensation Board for like therapy and like all this like post-trauma expenses. And she also got $127,000 from the state in disability benefits from her like injuries and her trauma and her mental trauma. Okay, so this is insane. For running into a hockey stick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There is a few, I know that violence isn't funny, but there's some slapstick moments. Her doing it to herself is. Yeah. Like, uh, like, bonk. (laughs) Um, And so March 2020. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Now this is pandemic style. March 2020. Over five years had passed. Um, she's at a piano lesson with her kids or maybe that, I don't know about that timeline. But anyway, sometimes like maybe it's 21. Yes. 2021. Sorry. Five years had passed. Um, and she's at a piano lesson with her kids when a man burst into the piano lesson lady's house and was like, <gasps> whoever's car that is outside, you've been, you've been hit. Some guy just hit your car and drove off. And she was like, what the fuck? So she runs out of the house. It was a sting. They have finally have everything they need on her and her lying and her fraud to like arrest her. So she's arrested outside of this piano lesson. Her poor kids are just like, oh god, you know, hot yeah. Cross buns, hot <laughs> Can cross I keep buns. going? <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So she's arrested. 
she was arrested in Shasta County and then the um, Shasta County Sheriff's Office like released a press conference that day being like today is a great day for the Shasta County Sheriff's Department <laughs> and all of law enforcement we finally got this bitch um, she took so many valuable resources away from real criminal investigative matters she used the real tragedy of human trafficking trafficking to like gain attention and no- notoriety and financial gain but this is how I kind of love look look I'm through and through a cab okay I don't <laughs> like cops but I think that it's kind of brilliant what they did here because like the lying like the false statements to police is not a federal offense and they wanted to get her like on the m- highest offense possible because of like yeah. how fucked she is yeah so what they did is because of this loophole because she received so much of this financial compensation through the mail that was not rightfully hers, they were able to charge her with a federal offense of mail fraud, which carries right. like a larger sentence That's than so just like um, making false statements. Yeah, mail fraud. Mail fraud. I was gonna. I was wondering, like, what had she done? Specifically, that was illegal right. other than, than lying. staging her own kidnapping. Yeah, like. and wasting resources. Like, that. yeah, I guess there's not like a real federal offense for that because she was just like lying to the... It's crazy. So they had to like huh. get her on something harder. So they used mail fraud, which I think is so funny. And if she was guilty of that... Um, the the charge of those two together could possibly carry twenty five year sentence. Whoa! Wow! And so that day she pled guilty and finally fessed up in hopes of like getting a lesser sentence, but also because I guess she was just like, "Fine, wow. I fucking did it." Like we all knew you did it. Um, but the minute she admitted to all of it, Keith, he's gone. Divorced Bye. her that day. Wow. Like started the process that day. Right. Her sister denounced her on social media, basically saying. She's very, she feels no guilt about this and she's very disturbed. Wow. Um, the defense blamed trauma of a difficult upbringing resulting in a chameleonic personality, chameleonic <laughs> personality. And the defense argued for one month in prison and seven months home detention. And they were like, look, she's already punished for life as like a social pariah. Like she's going to never, she, her punishment is for life. But the prosecution was like, fuck that. Um, this was not a trauma reaction. This was meticulously and like sociopathically planned and executed to the last detail. And it caused, you know, real harm to society, racial turmoil, detrimental impact yeah. on others, especially the Latina community and like of, of California. The fact that she could plan and execute this rules out any possibility of like a distinct mental illness. <laughs> Although nowadays right. mental illnesses are a dime a dozen, aren't they? That could be one. <laughs> I have the mental illness where I plan and execute my face. <laughs> abduction and human trafficking um, but anyway long story short guys uh, 18 month prison sentence $300,000 in restitution Whoa. and to this day she's admitted to the lies but has offered zero explanation I was just gonna say why nothing you will not like, get it out of her the she's, money oh, like, she likes no, the I guess. But she was already had boob yeah. jobs like the attention she, the atten- you know what Michael I think at the end of the day, it, it was all for a t- it stacks up from her it's past. It's the only it's all explanation attention. unless she was fully mentally right out of it. Yes, and mm-hmm. then and like all these psychologists have not been able to come up with like a, any kind of like mechanism of mental illness that would describe this. It literally is an attention whore. And it wasn't even an affair. She never, they, she really never had sex. Poor James Reyes. <laughs> right. Like, Poor James Reyes. Golden retriever, out, like I've never seen before. Yeah. And he yeah. didn't get in trouble. He got friend zoned. Oh my God. I this mean... guy's in the biggest friend zone. And you know what? No, Michael, that's a great question. He was never charged, which is so funny because I think even the cops were like, this poor fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I think even they were like, 
No, Ugh. he didn't get charged for anything. Wow. wow. And, and yeah, and to this day, she's, uh, you know, living her life. So she's I don't know. Well, wow. Jackie, amazing job. Thanks. Thank oh, you. thank you, guys. Thanks for telling us the story of Charlene Papino. Sh- <laughs> um, that was amazing. Thank you for doing thank that, Jackie. You. Incredible. I, I, An amazing story. Gripping. I was compelled the entire gripping. time. Gripping story. Mike, um, could we bring out the evilometer? Oh my God! What happened to the evilometer? Its nose is broken. It's got zip ties on its little metal legs. It's uh, dragging some sort of ooh, a kitty little litter tray, and it's full to the brim of stinky stuff. <laughs> Amazingly done, uh, Jackie. So we've got to enter scores oh into God. the evilometer. It's yes. just a part of the podcast. Yes. We can't not do it. We have to do it. We have um, to do it. Out of 10, how evil do oh you think? Oh, my God. Well, you know what? No, I know no one was killed. Mm, thank you know? God. Thank, thank God. God. Yeah. But like so many lives for so many years were upended. And it was so like, like she didn't have to be racist about it. I know. That is an unfortunate extra. Biggest, yeah. Like that's really that she put the you know what she got James to put the real nail in the coffin. She got James to get buy some nails, and that's in the coffin for me. <laughs> and also here she is villainizing Hispanic people, and, and the guy who basically puppy dog helped her based on his last name, I'm Sounds, assuming, is Hispanic yeah. as well, yeah. being very very kind to yeah, her. Yeah, like being the nicest guy, doing her a huge solid yeah. here. In <laughs> fact, showing that his community. Is very nice and caring. Yes, and opposite accommodating. Of, opposite of sex traffickers. Yeah. <laughs> if you can think of the polar opposite of a sex trafficker, it's yeah. James it's Reyes. It's James Reyes. Yeah. 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 Great guy. I say that all the time. <laughs> it's basically the antonym of sex yeah. trafficker. Um, and so all of that, and just what how how I think that what she did is evil. I'm gonna put her at a solid, honest to God, like eight. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Is that crazy? I love that. No, I love it. I love. Wow. Hot take. It's so manipulative. Yeah, that's so, really good. And, to, and also, you got to take this into account: the turmoil that she put her children through. Right. She says she loves her children so much. She's a doting mother, but like, think about that. Like, their kid, her kids are two-year-old, four-year-old. Where's yeah. mommy? Like, yeah. that's so You're right. scarring. Where's my hot mom? Yeah, where's my hot mom and her big new boobies? <laughs> and there's Keith as well. And Keith. Poor Keith. Poor Keith. He Crying paid for that the boob job. Yeah, yeah. Cry- and, that, and this is the thanks he gets. Yeah. And, and also, don't forget this. She didn't say thank you to James. Right that pisses me yeah. off. That Ungrateful. Pisses me off too. I'm gonna give her a three. Oh wow, wow. <laughs> Mike's usually a high score giver, so this isn't surprising. You're, you're you like her, Mike. You think she's hot? Yeah. Story. He heard I, boob job, and yeah. that went the score went I right heard down. Blonde. I heard California. I heard athletic. Uh, and you know my mind starts working, and I can't give her higher than a three. Uh, I think it's creative what she did, but also shitty. But you know, except for the the worst part of the, is the racism. I will admit, I will admit, a uh, three point five. Okay. Yeah, I'll do five point nine. Okay. I was a low five, Boy. and then Jackie talked me up into a high five. Right. High five. Uh, again, it's it's hard because it wasn't this uh, great deal of harm she caused like compared to some, but you raise really good points to, to her family and to the, the waste of time for the police. Right. You know, taxpayer, re- taxpayer yeah, that resources. Pisses me so off. Think, of the, think of the police is what you're saying. <laughs> think no, of but poor there might've been some kidnapping. They could have been spending yeah, time on. Or but you know what I'd I love know. to know boys is mm. what your scores would have been if she was a dumpy brunette. Oh, 11 oh. out of 10. <laughs> oh, execute her and then dig up the body and, uh, and burn, burn it. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but I love the range of scores. 
Jackie, amazing job. Thanks, Thank guys. you so much. Thank you. Is there anything you want to mention? Cool. I mean, Michael put all the your links up. Yeah. I don't think I've got anything else going on except Sherry these days. Follow Jackie on Instagram, yes, especially. Me, You're please. very famous on Instagram, in my oh, opinion. You know what? One or two more followers couldn't hurt. Yeah. What is your handle on Instagram? At Jackie Pirico. We'll put it in the show notes. Please. Jackie, thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks. guys. I love being on Evil Men. And wait, what does Chris say? Well, that's another great episode <laughs> of Evil This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.